Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. anyone discuss with you your pelvic floor every day of my life seriously <laughs> i so i have been going to a specialist because they're like you know your your body's very tense and like th yeah thank you i, I came out tense York. yeah yeah um and they're like you know you, you know a lot of guys don't know this but you you really should see a pelvic floor specialist because you have all these all these problems can um, be solved by exercises of whatever. And I said, so what's that? And I'm like, well, some people are um, more intense than others. And I'm like, okay, great. Okay, all right. I said, well, I'd probably just want to get it knocked out. It's just like, it's like PT for your pelvic floor. So. But there's only one way to access correct. your pelvic floor. Correct. Which I sort of figured out. This is a backdoor entry scenario. Right. So mm -hmm. I have... <laughs> I've That's been funny. at this pelvic floor therapist now for about three weeks and I'm it, it's the most like you kind of just have to abandon what's happening right uh-huh uh -huh. I want to say lean into it but I already see where this is going you can't lean into it because you have to free it up so you have to get your sphincter relaxed relax your sphincter right so okay so the, the gentleman that's doing this is talking to me. So it takes me about an hour because he likes to talk. And oh, I'm just no. like, he's like, you need to relax. He's like, I know that I'm a stranger and I'm putting my fingers up your butt. But <laughs> I said, <laughs> correct. But you're going to snap off a knuckle. <laughs> right. So uh, as he's doing it, I'm like, so exactly what what are you trying to do? Because it seems like he's put, like, screw the hand. I feel like he's put Captain Hook's hook in me and rotate it well did he get a manicure before this i don't know but then at one point he's talking to me and he does this so he puts his hand out oh, no. like on my body where on like, your body like you know like show on me my, on me where like, he touched you <laughs> like on my hip he's like you know <laughs> so he's telling me so he's got two fingers in and then one on um like my side and i'm like I really hope that that hand that's on my side right now wasn't just inside of me, and now you're spreading it on me like butter on toast. Wait, so your first thought is, I hope this hand wasn't just inside me. My first thought went to, I hope he's not using your hip for leverage so that he can get a third or fourth or the full mm -hmm. fist, two fists. Well, the other hand didn't seem to have a glove on it, and I was like, shouldn't shouldn't there be two gloves shouldn't there unless there's one missing inside of me wouldn't it be great if you saw a third hand at that point <laughs> or at that point he's like okay you're doing really well i have both hands inside you and you're like where's this other hand come from then who's wiping your brow right now he's just like <laughs> my boyfriend's here <laughs> but i mean that is fucking in tense the, the experience, of course it is. Someone's inside your bum hole trying to get your, your sphincter to relax. It's a little bit like that um, 
that carnival ride that just you stand against the wall and it just spins around? The Astro. Or, right. or the, what, the Turkish twist where I'm from. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, and he's just going like around the world with his finger. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, that's pretty good. That's two fingers. And, and like, it ends we don't need to narrate. <laughs> we don't need, I, I'm, I trust, I, just, I, you know what? All bets are off. I'm lying semi naked here next to a stranger looking out a window and whatever. You, you could put a, a license plate up there and I'm, I'm probably not going to question it. Were I'm you just... going Winnie the Pooh likes so you had a shirt on but no pants? Yes. Or was there, oh, yeah, he's that's like, you the can, he's worst. Like, he's like, you can be completely naked. I'm like, what? <laughs> No, I'm not gonna. I'm, this isn't romance. We're not. We're, this isn't like you know. We're gonna start making out. And this isn't your grinder date. Yeah, I'm like, uh, okay, N- no. Wow. What if he at one point is like, I find it really helps your sphincter relax if I can play with your nipples at the same time. Is it okay if I just breathe onto your earlobe? Uh, <laughs> I, what? I, I'm. I mean, you can. So- I just don't know how beneficial that is. I just would you like know. some wine? Wine. Where's I mean, your PhD? I mean, sometimes I feel like I need like uh like a like a drink or something. But then I don't know. I feel like sometimes I have like Tourette's or something. In the middle of it, the other day I was like, "Have you ever seen Athlete A?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> because I I don't know why it just I was like. I'm like, athlete A, you know that documentary about all the gymnasts that were um, sexually molested and assaulted by their coach? Of all the documentaries (laughs) for you to bring up, you couldn't bring up like the Lacey Peterson documentary. What if he was like, uh, athlete A is for anal? Yes, I did. I did. Oh, wait. You're talking about the one where all the girls get molested and raped. Good, Right, in front of their parents. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know how like, you know, he put their fingers inside of them and and they Were you know. doing that to make sure that he was uncomfortable with the situation? Like he was feeling a little too relaxed. So you thought, maybe I'll bring up a documentary <laughs> that exposes people for doing the exact thing just, that you're legally, that I agreed to let you do. I just wanted to be on record that I know what's happening. <laughs> you know, like I know in the event anything comes out of this other than my colon, uh-huh. um, I just, I want you to know that I know that you know what you're doing. And then you left and you got on the uneven bars. Yes. And I was like, that is, that's a silver medal right there. Well, there's a pummel horse for you. Oh my God. And then, But the other thing is like, when you're done, he's like, okay, now clean yourself up. Whatever no. they, whatever they clean you, whatever, not clean you, whatever they, um, whatever intense uh, Crisco lube thing, it's like, I am, I needed to go to a car wash, like a self- <laughs> Like, to get I'm like, this is intense. Well, speaking on behalf of every female in the nation, welcome to our world. Because whatever lube they put in you, I've always said that I should run a marathon right after I get a pap smear. Because there's like no friction left. You're None. just like, oh! None. You, you can move really quickly. But it's thick. It's like, it's, it, it's like shortening. It's literally like, because <laughs> I'm just like wiping and wiping. And then they're like, oh, you can use the... Uh, Whatever that thing is, that that, that toilet thing that cleans you out. The tushy? A bidet? The tushy. And so no. I did the tushy, and I'm like, but the thing is, this Crisco is so dense that it's just like, it's like Rain-X for cars, yep. where you can just rain on it and just drips right off. I'm like, I would have to jackhammer this shit And God help you me. if you put on baby powder after that. You're making biscuits in your pants. I mean, I have my own bakery. <laughs> Gluten-free. I, the Wait a minute. Why does he have an item called the tushy 
in a doctor's office. I don't want anybody. I want everything to sound. It's a gay men's clinic. Oh, so it's okay to have something called tushy in there because it's like quirky. Well, that's what it's. That's don't you have one? Is it missing a vowel? Is it like tushy? It might be like burger. Brg. When we took all of our vowels away. No, I don't have a tushy in my gynecologist's office okay. because I want all of my, anything that you are going to stick inside me, that you are going to use to wash me, wipe me, clean me, I want it to have a medical term to it. In the same way, I don't want to call my doctor, Dr. Ron. I think this is a gimmick thing, which is what I mentioned to them. Um, you know, I said, you know, it's kind of weird. I said, this is a very like respected clinic, but then you do some odd things here. Like... <laughs> Like the tushies for one. Like the reach around. Like the vajazzling. I'm like, I, you are a, like, a professionals, but then you do some, like, like, have you ever thought about shaving a Christmas tree into your pubic hair? I have not, and I don't think this is the place to do it's it. It's full service. It's full cervix. But you know, like, when you go to, like, like your dentist, and your dentist like, do you want some Botox? No, I don't. I'm here for my teeth. <laughs> like, just not... specialize in one thing. Yeah. It's how I feel. It's the cheesecake factory of clinics. Yes, yes. I, it makes me nervous. Yeah. I'm like, I thought you were, I thought you did braces. I didn't know you, I, I came out with another nipple. Yeah. I didn't... Like, there's no way that you can do an effective, a really good penne a la vodka and uh, mandarin chicken. In the same place. Correct. There is do a place. Do one thing, do it well. There's a place near me that uh, it's uh, Mexican food and Chinese food. Nope. I don't think so. There's a place in Maine called Pedro O'Hara's, which is no. a Mexican-Irish pub. These things. Don't go together. Exactly. It's a highlights magazine of restaurants. Do one thing and do it well, but don't be psychotic about it. Because, you know, speaking of documentaries, I watched one on Hulu about Evan Funky, who's a chef in in L.A., and he specializes in pasta, and that's all he does. But I'm so sick of these documentaries with chefs that think they are king shit of Turd Mountain. Mm. He He's like, I'm pasta. I only do pasta, and I'm the master of pasta. And whatever they do is so heightened and hyper self-important. You know, I, I, I can't stand a cocky chef. How you're a master of pasta. Yes. Great. Good. A good timing to become a master of pasta when everybody in LA is absolutely terrified of gluten. Correct. Yeah. That's great. It was good. He's pasta. like, I'm going to specialize in one thing. So and now it's the Olive Garden. Well, you know, no, they specialize in <laughs> calories. In, yes. In, in sodium. I told you about the one soup that I had there where I was like, I don't, <laughs> and here your family, and your family has hypertension. <laughs> Can we get a vitamin drip on uh, table 81? <laughs> she's Maybe very dehydrated from this soup. She's, she's, she's actually pruning in front of, like, she's becoming a raisin. You have to st- stand up from the booth, like, I'm going to be okay. I just need to walk around for a little bit. <laughs> Is it hot in here? Can we open up a window? That's why there's wheels on all of their seats. Do you know that? They what? have casters, rolling casters on every, on the bottom of every friggin' chair. The last time Olive I went Garden. to Olive Garden, I was 16 years old. Well, I don't like to admit that I've been there in the last 10 years. My family loves it. When okay. you're here, your family 
and your family is getting diabetes in front of my very <laughs> yeah. eyes. But they have rolling casters on the chairs because that is the that's their demographic. A group of people who can't pull the chair out on their own. They need a wheel. A family that expands together stays together <laughs> because they can't get up. <laughs> they have no choice. It's like if I had water after I ate that soup. It was just like, poof. No. Yep. No. It's bad. Yep. Mm. Well, hey, we're here, so I might as well welcome everybody. Yes. Roll your chairs out. Get yourself mm. to an all-you-can-eat buffet, which hopefully will go away thanks to this pandemic. Hopefully. And welcome, of course. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, the Burger King. And I'm Mimi. I'm first. <gasps> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> There's a twist. <laughs> That's a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and we're coming to you from just the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Come on, hear it. I remember the day the girls came over for Bridge Club. I was so embarrassed because of lingering odors. <gasps> Fish for dinner last night? Cut. Phew. Harvey's still smoking the cigars? It's still going. Who let this go? Christ, out? did a cow shit in here? <laughs> did, did I write that? What is that? <laughs> what is that from? Oh, <laughs> a classic. Kentucky For a second, Pride I thought it was like a Calgon commercial. I'm like, that's real. That's, that's mean. Right up to the fuck? cow shit in here. Well, that little sound of that harp relaxed my sphincter it really today. Did. Oh so my if you God. you can it, come inside me now. Well, if you want to come inside uh, Patrick's anus, please follow him on social media and follow us at Dear Pod Official on your Instagram, your Face page, and uh, of course your Twitter and our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can find every last seventy plus episodes over a year's worth of quality anal discussions. They keep getting better. Everything is, you know, we're lubing up. We're putting the the shortening on our bums. And <laughs> we we're really ready are. to invite you into our email, dearpodofficial right. at gmail.com. And we're really, if you want next level, uncomfortable bodily function discussion, please give to us. Give us cash at dearpodofficial, uh, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Mm-hmm. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can also find us on Apple Podcast, uh-huh. on Stitcher, uh-huh. and uh, 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 Spotify. Spotify, of uh-huh. course. Google Play. Google Play. God, you know what? Know we're Google everywhere. We're we're lubing up our butts, and we are just jim jamming, zip zapping from one place to the pudding pop next. Shepada, shepada, scott. My friends just adopted a baby <laughs> because I'm they leaving. looked around the one bedroom apartment and they thought, you know what's good right now? What we need? We need another human in here. I hate this conversation. Oh, don't. But it gets so much better because, you know, when you adopt, it's like they can't have a shower ahead of time and start to prep. So yeah. I went to Bye Bye Baby just to get them some odds and ends, mm-hmm. you know, for the shower. Oh, not for the shower because they weren't having one. So I, they just didn't have stuff. So I was like, okay. And I got specific things that they needed. And one of the things they needed was bottles 
and with the specific request of the size one nipple. So I had to go into uh-huh. <laughs> I had to go into find my baby and say to a woman with a heavy Russian accent, I was like, I need I need this specific bottle and do you have any size one nipples? And they were out of them on the floor. And so she went back and she, she took her them. shirt off. <laughs> How about these? <laughs> I was like, size one nipples <laughs> is the title of my autobiography. <laughs> and she comes out and she's like, Aaron's Netflix special. <laughs> my Netflix. Aaron McGuire, size, size one, one nipples. nipples. And I'm going to get all sorts of hits, but they're going to be all the wrong hits. But I have a whole new slew of followers, but like big dick for you on Instagram. Mm. I don't know why. Titty twisters. (laughs) That sounds like the most painful thing ever. It is. But it also does sound like a ride. Yeah. It's Turkish twister. Titty Titty twister. twister. Makes you vomit. And she came out from the back with, with the nipples, and she has a heavy Russian accent. She's like, size one nipples. Size. I know that's probably German. Yeah. But I. Size one nipples. That's me. I size one nipples. <laughs> and so I was like, that's me. Please, sir, two nipples. Please. <laughs> one person, two nipples. Even one nipple, sir. One size one nipple, sir. <laughs> And now we're both yelling size one nipples in the middle of a bye-bye baby. And I I got them from her, and I went to go away, and she was like, hold, wait right there. Hold on. You come back. Like, she yelled into the aisle down at me, and I was like, oh, my God. I felt like I was in trouble. She's like, you want to get sterilizer. You want to get nipple sterilizer. I have daughter. I wake up three in the morning. I wash my own nipples. If I had sterilizer when I grew up in in communist Russia, my nipples would be sterilized with this nipple. St- and she the, like drinking game for how many times she said nipples and sterilizer, and 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 was like two feet away from my face, and I'm masked, and she can't. Thank God I'm masked for so much of this, so that people can't see what I'm really thinking. Sure, because most of my expression happens from my nose down. Uh-huh. I feel the same way when there's three fingers inside me. <laughs> Between size like, one nipples. Thank God I got this fucking mask on. And where's that third hand? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, are you clapping? Wow. <laughs> we are anally forward today and we yes. are leaning in. And it's okay. So this week's theme is school. Something that is not happening now. Back to All the things back to school. <sighs> it's so depressing to see a back to school aisle. I went into Staples the other day, which... I don't know why. Staples has a really specific smell, and it goes right to my sphincter because it does smell like back-to-school shopping. And they have all of this stuff in for something that's not happening. It's sad. It is sad. But I guess they're going back, like, half-time. But then New York City kids, I think, are going back full-time. We're going full out. Mm, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Normally it's all happening it. a bit on a delay. So, But they're back, like... Uh, my sister, both my sisters-in-law are teachers, and they're in school right now, like, in prep. Because it's not enough for teachers to just teach. You have to be, uh, you know, physically conditioned, trained. You have to learn how to use some guns, uh, personal ammo, how to protect children, how to wear PPE. Um, you have to teach on Zoom. Uh, you have to... All do, for $32,000 a year. Exactly. Sphincter relax, gentle, yeah. gentle sphincter relax. So they're back in now. And we'll have a very special guest later on today, my cousin, who was a school nurse, which Ooh. I'm sure she's got a lot to say. I love that. I know. I love Don't that. you love a school nurse? This actually goes into 
if we're just going to deep dive right now into my first question. Do it. Okay. Or my first... Article? <clears throat> yeah, article. Article. So this is for uh, from the Galveston Daily News, Galveston, Texas, April 21st, 1994. It was a Thursday. <clears throat> School teacher turns lice into lesson for class. Mm. I teach... Dear Abby... I teach elementary school in rural Wisconsin, and I have found that head lice are fairly common in schools. One third of my class was infested with them. Because kids share combs, brushes, and hats with their friends, lice do not jump from person to person, the students were all sent home for treatment, and under the direction of the school nurse, they all returned the same day. Abby, October is National Head Lice Month, so the kids in my class did some research and learned that they cannot get lice from from or give them to their pets. One boy made a headband with feelers on it for the nurse to wear during head lice checks. The kids even came up with a cootie cheer to scare the lice away. The family who shunned their relatives over lice were lousy relatives. Signed, Kathleen Cook. Ooh! Whenever they sign their real name, it, t- it catches me yeah. off guard. Dear Kathleen, my, what a graphic letter. <laughs> I could barely get through it without scratching my head half a dozen times. Thanks for advising me that October is National Headlights Month. It was news to me. When I found this, I... I... Uh, you shaved your head. I immediately shaved my head. I can't even... This is to go in, in conjunction with what we were just talking about with teachers. That this is another thing that they have, have to deal with. Headlights. I, I can't... I. Because you need a special shampoo for it. First of all, I wrote a couple things down over here. Um, October is head lice month. Who knew? You know. Who knew? Who knew it it got a whole month to acknowledge it? And it was on Halloween, you know? Yeah. What about, like, but the thing is, like, so National Head Lice Month. What about uh, National Pubic Crabs Month? Like, do we need do we need a month for everything? Do we need a full month? And Black History Month, still the shortest month of the year, October, one of the longest, is dedicated to lice. Right. Um, because you couldn't get your kid into a tub. I, I don't understand how it happens and, and what it looks like, but I'm going to tell you a story and you're going to be ashamed, and then you're going to shave my head afterwards. Okay. So my... Mother always let me play with questionable children growing up and sure. sent me to somebody's house. It was it was like me and my brother were both playing at this kid's house, and I guess they were dirty birds. I don't have any recollection of this, but she said I was sitting on the floor one day. We were watching TV, and she was sitting on the couch, and the sun came in, and it hit my head, and she was like, hmm, what is that? She went to go, like, dust, dust it looked like dust particles on my hair. She went to go knock it off, and she realized she couldn't get it off. And then she realized it was lice. I had lice, and I was not a dirty kid. I hung out with a dirty kid once, and look what happens. Then you got to get your cooter scraped for HPV. It's disgusting. Ugh. And she had to get the special shampoo. She wigged out. She what is, it, what is it called? Red or something? Yeah, like Red X or something. Yeah. Well, she took me to the doctor. This horrifying Dr. Gregory, who was like, had no bedside manner, and, and she was like, I'm going to give you a shot now! And then she'd just take out an axe and just hack your finger. She takes a two-by-four and smacks <laughs> your monster uh, How about now? I Check just, her for lice. I just wanted penicillin. Oh. <laughs> and she she brought 
me to Dr. Gregory's and she was like, I had, can you take your of my daughter's something in her head? And they gave me the shampoo and she like scrubbed the crap out of it. And eventually, you know, everything died. They're eggs and crap and they die off and they get out of your hair. Okay. But disgusting. Can we move on? Wait, do, cootie cheer? Cootie cheer. <laughs> you can't say cootie cheer in an article and expect me not to address that. Do you want to talk about your cootie cheer? Cootie cheer. Cootie cheer. <laughs> Go cootie. You're gross. You're disgusting. Get out of my face. My my ear first heard cooter cheer, and then I got right. really excited. I, yeah. I mean, can you imagine if any time Jim went down on you, he cheered? He's like, cootie give me a cheer. <laughs> no, give me a G. Oh, give me what's that o. smell? I mean, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> time i have different article i'm going to pivot now and take us away from cooties and cooters and into the daily advertiser from lafayette louisiana september 1st 1971 school should decide on permissible attire she looks extra drunk in this picture too she's just <laughs> dear ann landers school will be starting any day now and i hope you will print this letter for parents who think they know what their teenagers look like in school based on what they look like when they leave the house I can tell you, Anne, it ain't necessarily so, for the following reasons. One, each pupil has a locker in school in which he can store extra clothing, the kind he or she wants to wear. Two, three turns of our daughter's skirt at the waist and she has a micro-mini. Three, our son, we discovered, combs his hair one way at home and another way when he gets to school. Four, Girls carry makeup in their handbags and apply heavy eyeliner, blue and green eyeshadow, false eyelashes, and everything else they want to put on the minute they get out of the house. For the above reasons, my wife and I feel the school should have the authority to decide what is permissible and what is not. This decision should not be left up to the parents because too often the parents do not know what their teenagers are up to. Signed, Columbus. I'm assuming Christopher. <laughs> I, I guess. Dear Columbus... Schools should decide what is permissible attire and what is not. What kids wear, however, is of the minor problems that today's parents must cope with. Anne! Do you, do you ever watch the old Degrassi Junior High? Never. I never got into it. Well, there was a character that I think she ended up becoming pregnant. That she would leave her house one way and then get to school like completely different. I'm like, how do your parents not know that you leave like Julie Andrews and then hook her when you get to school? Uh-huh. Like teased beyond, like like total makeover. How do you undo that on the backside of it? How do you undo the tease? You have to wipe all the makeup off, I guess. Right. It, it's funny that you brought up Degrassi because the first thing, the reason I picked this is the classic timeless movie with Sarah Jessica Parker in Unmade Bed, Helen Hunt. Girls, Girls just, just want to have, have fun. fun. I wanted to be them so badly. I wanted to be anybody in any 1980s movie ever. But that was the big thing is that they were like, they get on the bus and then they change their clothes and they put on makeup and they tease their hair. And I was like, I want to be like you. Also in the same way that Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future he he woke up and he was in his clothes mm -hmm. to start the whole movie off. Like the alarm starts 
and wow, he he undoes the blanket and you can see that he's wearing his jeans and his suspenders. Trapped in yeah, trapped in his suspenders. Trapped. Oh, <laughs> wacky, wacky physical comedy. So much so that I wanted to be like that and I slept in my jeans one night just to try it out. Just to see if I could transition from sleep to school. And I did it. It doesn't feel great. It feels terrible. It feels dis- you feel disgusting. Yeah, you feel like a head of lice. Yeah, and and in the same way that like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to wear pajamas to school? No. And then they always had that pajama to school day. You'd be like, I never woke up. I never started my I day. I never liked shit like that. Oh, I don't want to look at some. It's like it, it, it. It's like watching people fly now. When it's like, oh, you rolled out of bed and into the plane. Great. You know my issue with this. I know. It's fucking Put gross. on a pair of pants that Just, that have some structure to them. You my other mean. biggest pet peeve is top ladies with the top knot. Do you What's know what I'm that? talking about? They have the long hair. The girls like they roll out of bed and they do like that top thing. So a messy bun. A mess. Yeah, it's my biggest pet peeve. Wow. Like, would it kill you just to fucking do the ponytail? But Why do you, know you always have to look like, look like gutter trash? Gutter trash takes a lot of work. In the same way that looking natural takes a lot of makeup. Listen, I think Sandy Dombrowski, she just wore a ponytail the whole time. Sandy Dombrowski. She It was, it was simple, classic. clean. Yeah. That's that's what I liked. This funky like weird I just like I I I just uh took my underwear and wrapped it around this top knot in my head. That's it's messy. You look like what it's, you might as well just you know what it leads to is like weird flip flops or Uggs or that uncomfortable v- vagina pants, sweatpants, where it's like, let me hike up my sweatpants inside my my flesh envelope, and yep. then just like no, it's like, don't you are you not are you not trying to find any are you not trying to find like some self dignity and self respect? I no, because it takes a lot of work to look like shit. The same thing applies for men. I don't like like the shower sandals walking down the street. It's like. Oh, the prison like, slides, yeah. prison yard slides, and just like like the the weird shorts. I are you talking about in life, or are you talking about when you fly? Both. Okay, I'm just saying. Like you need to. I can't. This seems to be a thing for, especially like that, like late teens, early twenties. The look of like I'm super comfy. Yeah. In my my hoodie and my sweatpants. But there, uh, luckily now, I feel like less things are written on the ass of sweatpants. Well, I hope so because usually the words are stuck in their crack. That's what you should wear to your next ass appointment. Yeah, <laughs> juicy. <laughs> Instead of you mass, it's just you ass. <laughs> Depending on how big you are. <laughs> Depending on my weight, sometimes I went to you mass. Or uh, sometimes it just went to us. <laughs> well, she really gained a lot of weight, man. All right. You go. Okay. The Miami News, Miami, Florida, March 20th, 1978. Mail runs in favor of gang showers in gym. Clearly, oh. this is why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on your honey spot, literally. <laughs> so this is kind of an, ex- this is, this has several layers, uh, parts to it. So bear with me. It, I'll, I'll read it quickly. Dear Abby. Thanks for your understanding reply to that 13-year-old girl who said she nearly died of embarrassment when taking gang showers after gym. I hope her mother follows your advice and goes to the principal to demand some privacy for her daughter. I was raised to be modest, and showering with other girls was a terrible ordeal for me. 
I'm married now and have a child, and I'm still modest. Signed, Fresno Mom. Dear Mom, thanks, but most of my mail on the shower problem said, You're all wet. Some examples. Dear Abby, instead of sympathizing with the shy girl, you should have encouraged her to examine her reasons for being ashamed of her body. Your answer was kind, but dumb. If she never, if she ever marries, she'll be the type of who undresses in the closet and can't make love with the lights on. No hang-ups in Holyoke. Dear Abby, I know exactly how that 13-year-old girl felt because I feel the same way, but it was worse for me because I was a boy. Not only could I, <laughs> I not gang shower, I couldn't even strip in front of other boys. So on gym days, I wore my gym shorts under my pants. I did that. I should have faced the fact that I have a problem taking measures to overcome it in my youth, but I didn't, and it hung on for 15 years. You should advise that shy girl to get counseling. Signed, Chicken. Dear Abby, good grief! Why did you give comfort to that young girl who is ashamed of her body? If she doesn't get over it between her natural instincts, her inhibitions, she's sure to wind up on a psychiatrist's couch. Our kids were brought up to be... (laughs) were brought up in a nudist park, and they all have healthy, beautiful attitudes about nudity and sex. Signs, body is beautiful. Uh-uh. Gang showers. Gang showers. If you said it once, everybody at home drink. Right. Gang showers. I had a gang shower. First of all, I don't know why it's... Can we stop calling it a gang shower? This is... This it's is... not American History X. No. This is... this is not... No. This is not Oz. I, <laughs> quote unquote, had a gang shower in high school. We didn't have individual stalls. We had a giant room with shower heads on it. And this was my, this was like something that I, in eighth grade, I knew that this is what was going to happen. And I was like, oh. I had asked people, these. I'm like, is there a shower curtain? I'm like, I just knew that I was going to spring a boner or something was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people showered with their jockstrap on. Some people showered with their shorts on. Some people showered because naked because they fucking could, you know, double dutch with their dick. <laughs> But I was like, I don't understand. Hop in. Hop in. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm let's looking go. for an let's opening. Let's go. Ooh, that's wet. My mother told me to pick you. <laughs> oh, dropped it. Wow. A gang shower. So, yes, I had that. There uh, has to be a technical term for this that is it's not a com- gang I think it's, shower. I think it's communal shower. There right? we go. That's. There. I don't know. In the same way I want my medical terminology for everything right. that is in a, a doctor's office, give me give me a medical term. For this, this is like an aggressive scare tactic of like, oh yeah, so we have uh, two football fields, a basketball court, and volleyball court, gang showers. You. What? I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. What? I'm so sorry. Communal showers. Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, some broken mop handles that we just leave in the corner of the uh, gang shower. Wait, can, can you stop saying gang shower, ma'am? Um, okay. I'm sure. Uh, gang bang shower. Is oh, okay? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, this was not a thing in our school. Taking showers after gym was not a thing in our school. We never sweat that much to to. Did you do Tai Chi? <laughs> yes, we did. We did that Falun Gong moves in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Slow-mo. <laughs> That's what everyone's doing on Ninth Avenue now, but Look, it's called I math. Do, I know, it is, it is very... Everybody's doing Tai Chi on Ninth Ave. What is wow. this? They're just trying to. Wow! I left two hours ago, and they're still trying to pick up that pen. <laughs> <laughs> Methodics are just Tai Chi practitioners. <laughs> She's really gonna get it. it. She's gonna get it. She's gonna. Nope. You know what? I gotta go to lunch. When I come back, we'll see if she's still in this position. <laughs> I'm just gonna give it to her. Wow! You and they have the pen. kids in cages. It's wonderful. Yeah. 
Uh, no, we ne- I told you, it's like we ran out of ideas in gym class, so they gave us padded bats and made us hit each other with them. We didn't mm. do physical activity that uh. would ever require people breaking a sweat and ever having to take a shower. But oh. they did have singular showers. Oh, no. And we've talked about this before because I had an article that I yes. I almost doubled by accident because I was like, wait, this sounds familiar. Yes. And it was about the girl who didn't want to take the shower after gym class. Correct. 100% me. We know I'm a never nude. 100%. I just, I, I know that we've talked about this, but gang showers really got me going. <laughs> well, c- clearly. I'm going to yeah. put an uncomfortable hand on your hip and go in. Yeah. Naked kids around each other at certain ages is this still happening though in the same way that somebody reached out to me because i asked um the interwebs a dear pot official Mm -hmm. um on all of your social media i asked people we are doing school this is the theme do you have any questions and somebody just wrote not a question just said the bathrooms in my uh the the stalls in my bathroom in high school didn't have doors on them right is really a statement, a declarative. Saw that. Yeah. We had that also, and I think in my fraternity, my first year, we had that too. Which I don't understand that. I don't want. Why? Any, I don't want to watch anyone struggle passing <laughs> passing last night's dinner. Or is it the dog thing where, in this moment of tension, I need to make eye contact with you? Well, what I what you need to understand is the layout of most bathrooms is usually when you leave a stall, there's a mirror. So yep. you are now looking at yourself, but you're also looking at everybody else taking a shit. I, I don't mind a mirror being directly across from me in a private bathroom setting because I like to cheer myself on to look myself in the eye and say, you've got this. I don't need to Kathy Bates myself in fried green tomatoes by looking at myself. <laughs> naked what in that weird position yeah like wow <laughs> i look terrible then it's the infinity it's like i'm looking at me pooping looking at myself pooping looking yeah. at myself pooping it's like an army of poop but like when izzy and scotch take a dump they make eye contact with me like you got me boo you yeah. got me and uh uh i don't know why that exists only in the guys bathrooms in school that was not a girl thing in the school we had our moments we had our private time well, because you have other things to do in there. You got to change your tampon, right? Yeah, and you really so want So no one really privacy. wants to be like, what's it? Oh. Oh, oh. You need working, some help? You're not working that? on your pelvic floor, What's right? the psychology <laughs> behind no doors on stalls in bathrooms? They never know. were there, though. Maybe it's to discourage guys from masturbating. Oh, that is the most valid point I have ever heard on that. Honest to God. But I've never masturbated in high school. Well, I'm <clears> sure people have. Oh, I'm sure they have. I just didn't. But you have a tight sphincter. Well. True. True. <laughs> Which brings me to my final, <laughs> final article, because maybe this can help you out. Uh, this is from the Salt Lake Tribune in Salt Lake City, Utah, April 17th, 1969. Yeah. All right. Dear Adlanders, our school nurse is a hard boiled sourpuss who hates teenagers. The only way a person can get sent home is to be pronounced officially dead by the coroner. During the flu epidemic, Miss Sourpuss gave shots to the kids who brought signed okays from home. You should have seen the black and blue marks. She must have used square needles. Some of our parents got awfully mad about it. How come our family doctors can give shots and not leave a single mark? What did Sourpuss do wrong? Signed, Ouch It Hurts. 
idea? Ouch. When a shot leaves a black and blue mark, it means the needle hit a vein. This is not serious, and some of the best doctors do it occasionally. Ian! What school nurse is giving you shots? I think that's illegal. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever... I didn't even... Like, our school nurse... I don't actually ever really seen her in her office. Uh-huh. Like, is the nurse in... No, it's like, where is she? Where is she? she just has... She has one job. She has one job. No one is going to see her. I don't understand. I've taken too many trips to the school nurse because I had OCD. So sure. always the best way to do it is to like make up an illness to and send just send me home because I don't want to have to touch the this handle ten times today. Just fucking send me home. So you but would you you actually need, you didn't need a nurse you needed a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that. No, but that I, could be the counselor. Uh, no kid knew that in the 80s at all. I don't think we had a counselor. We had a guidance counselor. I had a guidance counselor who suggested they that I suck. go to clown college. Oh, my God. Truth. And the funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> I am. I am clown college. Yes, you are. Uh, I broke my thumb playing kickball. And Today? And I got sent to the nurse. Oh. Could you imagine? Yes, I can. And my delicate wafer-thin bones just sure. snapped like a chicken neck on on the, the field. And I had to go to the school nurse. And I was like, it doesn't look right. And I pulled my hand in front of her. And it was like a thumb that was that you would see in, in a Looney Tunes cartoon. It was like five <laughs> times the size of what it was. And it was black and blue and already hitting that yellow Just point. pulsating. It has a heartbeat. <laughs> it has teeth. Like, I don't know how that nurse didn't go, huh? Like, didn't have a physical reaction, which would have freaked me out. Because to deal with kids, you have to stay calm. That's always the way it is. If a kid falls over, what's the first thing you see a parent do? They're like, you're fine. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. So to deal with the psychology of kids. No. You and I can't do this, but I'm already flatlining talking about kids. (laughs) But here, you have to stay alive. Let me put my hand, your, my hand on your hip, and we can talk to somebody who knows more about kids and ailments than either one of us and how to deal with the psychology of children. And that, ladies and gents, is my... I gave it to you, didn't I? Oh, shoot, no. All right. So, instead of the Moth Report this week, we have a very special guest. And she had no problem, by the way, Moth, just uh, conceding power to my cousin, Caroline, who is... A school nurse, ladies and gents, working in pandemic times. So she went back to school last week. I have some questions for her. Maybe you have some questions for her. So, new segment today, talk to a school nurse. Ask a nurse. Hello. Oh. Hello. Is this Caroline? <laughs> <laughs> this would be her. Well, welcome. This would be her. Welcome oh, to Dear Pod, special guest. Welcome. How are you? I am wonderful. And yourself, I'm enjoying uh, your little place up here in Pine River Pond. It is gorgeous out. Well, this is and awkward. I am happy, happy not to be in the schools. Well, for somebody, <laughs> I'm sure you are. I have no doubt. I like it when you start a conversation and the first thing that the person says is, I'm in your home. Like, yes. What? Is that a little scary? I'm it's a little. I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm under. <laughs> the call is coming from inside my house. Oh wait, you're not in your house. Oh. Yes. Okay. So no worries. No worries. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> um. So hi. You remember Patty, don't you? Hello. I do. I do. How are you, darling? I'm blessed. 
<laughs> well, we have some questions for you because this week's theme is school. Yes. As you know, and you are a school nurse. How many years have you been a school nurse? Oh, my gosh. Probably, let's see, um, about 15, 14 or 15. Oh, impressive. Long time. Oh, wait, we have a question. Have you ever, have you ever had to, at, first of all, what are your hours at a, as a school nurse? Before a pandemic. Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, hours were like, I, we go in early. I'm at my desk at seven. Oh, but so you, it's like two. a full-time job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was just saying that, you know, my nurse was there for 15 minutes <laughs> in the morning and then 20 minutes in the afternoon. And then she was never there. Yes. Like, no, no. We're, we're, you're like a real there. nurse. Yes. Yes. Did you ever administer <laughs> that's what, shots? That's what they tell me anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what her paycheck says. Did you ever administer shots of any kind? Oh, sure. Really? <gasps> what Absolutely. would you shoot them with? Um, you know, well, I mean, you know, a lot of kids like, you know, back in the day before like pumps, there'd be insulin shots um they'd be you know we did flu shots we've done flu shots for the staff um, huh. and for kids in years past and then of course epinephrine <laughs> oh how many epinephrine shots did you have to give um i have given um only a couple only a couple but um they're just We've given more than I would like to have given, you know. Oh, peanut allergies, I, man. Kids yeah, suck. yeah, because honestly, it went for years um, without, I went for years without even having to give one. And then all of a sudden, it was like boom, boom, boom. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was exciting. Interesting. I feel like my nurse just had like band aids <laughs> and Neosporin. Like she did not administer. Yeah, there was bacitracin yeah. And, yeah. and rubbing alcohol. Yeah. yeah, now you have like an EKG it's not machine. Not that anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's not that anymore, I'll tell you. But you were a nurse prior to this before, but what, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Like a, a nurse prior to being a school nurse. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, on MASH. Hospitals. We like did on the hospitals MASH. and all that. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's like funny, you have the COVID now. And I was just saying to one of my colleagues the other day, I said, well, we were nurses in the eighties when, you know, HIV was just starting. Like we've been through these, um, you know, pandemic sort of type of things that they, the unknown of yeah. that. And that's when that was all unknown. Um, now it's so much better known about, but back then it wasn't. Wow. When, so you've been there for about 15 years. What is the craziest thing you have seen come in? Can you can you discuss this? I always want to know what kind of because I broke my thumb playing kickball and I brought a broken thumb into a nurse. And the fact that she had like she didn't flinch when I whipped that yeah. thing out in front of her and it was every color of the rainbow and five times the size of a human thumb. I mean, what what kind of stuff have kids brought into you? Well, definitely a lot of, um, you know, fractures or dislocations and a lot of the fingers because of like, you know, playing basketball and handball and all that stuff. And they come in and like their, uh, you know, their little finger is like, you know, basically sticking out horizontally, <gasps> you know, things like that. That does happen. We've had um, kids that, you know, hit the deck, slid into the bleachers head first uh. and, they come in bleeding and um, you know, profusely. We've had all, you know, all of those type of things. Do you like um, kids? <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, do you what? just look I do at not them? Do, want when to they, myself. do when they come in, or are you just like in your head, just like 
God, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> I, well, yeah. I, I mean, there are definitely situations that's like, you know, you know, just like with, you know, kids coming in, oh, the, this pen exploded. We open their mouth and they're Navy, like the entire oh, Navy. No, um, there's not I... anything not Navy. There's, you know, kids that come in there, they're, I, their fingers swelling up. It's inside of a water bottle and now it's <gasps> swelling. So we can't get it out. Uh, they're always sticking uh, things in other things. Kids are very curious about sticking yeah. things in other things, which brings they us, of course, are. to Patty going to the proctologist this past week, which you weren't <laughs> present for this discussion. But when this episode comes out, you're going to grab your pearls. It's a pelvic floor specialist. <laughs> He's a PVS. But um, put kids putting things in their mouths. Now, mm-hmm. uh, to, to defend the children with the things in the mouths, I got my hands on a red indelible marker when I was a kid and I decided I would put it on his lipstick and I smeared it all over my face and I looked like a cheap $2 whore and my, like the smell this was back when like like toxic we were, everything was toxic forward our pens right, are everything right. everything was like lead lined and I came in <laughs> I was like three years old I think this was after I tried to swallow that lifesaver my face was covered in red indelible marker. And my mother took me to that creepy Dr. Gregory who tried to mm-hmm. wipe it off my face. And in the middle of it, she stopped and for the first time became a human, started laughing and said to my mother, you know, she looks kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And then and I, I made a career exactly out of it. it. Yeah. What? Yeah, um, that's do you... exactly it. Tic Tacs up noses. <gasps> oh! um, you know, just all kinds of good stuff. Oh, you're right, though. Just different things. Stupid, that they do. stupid kids. Right, right, right. Exactly. What was the exactly. flavor Tic Tac? Because yeah. if it was orange, that's a waste. No, not orange. Probably mint. Do you do you ever just like pull it out and you're like, your breath is also terrible, so I'm just going to move it from your nose to your mouth. Yeah, right. It's all connected anyway, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. E-N-T. Yeah. Yes. What, do you know when a kid is bullshitting you? Oh, yes. Um, I mean, there are some that get by. There really are some that get by. But um, generally speaking... Yeah, pre pre this whole pandemic thing, because things are going to be different now. Oh, yeah. Um, but before this, yeah, I mean, you have your frequent flyers there, you know, in trying to get out of class, trying to get out of school. I mean, I, I when I worked at the high school, I had a kid seriously ask me, honestly, can my girlfriend dismiss me? Well, that's a hard no. Um, <laughs> I, you know, that that was just like and he asked me, like, honestly, you Seriously kind of appreciate me, and that. I was like, "You really, really think I'm saying yes to that?" Okay, no. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I mean, you do. You definitely do. And usually, if you start with the, "Okay, well, well, you know, then if you're gonna, if this and this and this is happening, and you need to go, then we're gonna send you up, and I'm calling your mom. We're gonna have you to take you straight to the doctors, <gasps> and then it's usually, you know, I feel a little better." It's oh, amazing. Mm. What a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a question, Patty? I feel like you're poised. No, I have a poised pattern. Oh, okay. Different. different. <laughs> Thank God. Different, different. How long do you plan on being the school nurse? Um. Oh, I, you know, who knows? I mean, I'm getting older, so a few more years, well, I you guess. You sound very young. She has oh, a well, very young you. voice. I'm not. <laughs> oh, oh. I would love for Callie to be my school nurse because she... <laughs> is she's so comforting. Like whenever I have a physical problem now, I'm calling Callie being like, should I get a tetanus shot for this? She's like, how do I block Aaron <laughs> oh. from calling me? 
It's when you have somebody working in the medical field in your family, Ugh. all bets are off. I I would feel terrible for that person if one of us <laughs> in my family was in the medical field because my dad would probably be calling them nonstop. Oh, yeah. Like, should I get this removed? And then they drop so, trowel. I don't want to see yeah, that. No, you don't sat on a. Know about it. Sure, sure. Too much information. No, no. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see that. I thought we were friends, but now we're gross. Well, my big question is now, given that you are a nurse in pandemic times, what are they doing? Oh, is that, that my mother in the back? They're, I know, right? That's, I'm getting very excited. We did make her um, bark once. I know. We did make uh, my mother bark. She has done that before. Yes. She, yeah. And she she's has. not above it. No. So yeah. what, what do it. they expect of you now in this? Well, we're, I mean, I think that. The, the thing with us is we're doing a hybrid model, which means that we're having half the kids in at a time. Mm. Half the kids are going Monday, Tuesday. Half the kids are going Thursday, Friday. And um, the Wednesdays and the days that they're not physically in school are remote. They'll still be doing school, but it will just be on a remote um, basis because that's the kind of the amount they needed in to be able to do the physical distance of six feet. Now, what is gonna happen? Are you what when you go in there? Are you in a hazmat suit now? Um, no, I, I only. I mean, we all have to wear masks, of course. Um, and yes, if we start to have a lot of sick kids now, but you know, when you have kids coming down with injuries, it's just gonna be the same um, situation. But we are gonna have, you know, a waiting room if somebody has COVID symptoms. That if you're in there with them, you certainly would have a gown and face shield and all that stuff. Are you nervous, so. or do you feel okay? No, I'm okay. I'm and how okay. often do you get tested? Well, right now, um, we are not tested. Oh. Mm. But, um, yeah, we're not Unless you have symptoms, we right? Go in. Unless you have symptoms, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not going to do that. They're not, I mean, it's like a general screening. Unfortunately, with all the asymptomatic people, it's not really going to matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're not going, you know, you just, so... If somebody is, you know, has any of the symptoms or multiple symptoms, they'll go out and they'll have to get tested, including staff, um, have to get tested and also, you know, stay out then for 14 days. Oh, God. If a kid so, tests positive for COVID, ugh. you should have one of those shoots like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Bad <laughs> egg. <laughs> that Veruca gets go. like, or yeah. just shoot them through that little or chocolate staff. fountain. Or- <laughs> Poor staff would all be jumping out there. <laughs> I know. I'm out of here. I'm out, man. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, thank you so yeah. much. Do you have any Very more questions before no, we release her back so into pleasant. the wild? Isn't she a sweetheart? Very much so. Do you have anything oh, that you well, want to ask nice. her um, to, to diagnose over the phone before we... <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> if he's already been to the proctologist. I think he's all set. <laughs> he's been I, to I the ass set. man. Yeah. Yeah. I could fucking... Pass a skyscraper. Yeah, right he now does want to know if the lube pushing. needs to be that thick. Yeah, I just want to. <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No friction. Thank you so much, man. Wow. Thank you, Kelly, for taking yes. time out of being in my house uncomfortably. Out of being in your house, enjoying it. Yes, we'll be happy to have a drink and toast you people later. Yay! Oh. Well, enjoy your holiday weekend. Yes, happy Labor Day. You too. I know, huh? I know. Yeah. Can't believe it. And be safe in those school systems. 
Will do. Will do. Absolutely. Well, have a wonderful one. We will talk to you later. You guys have a good one. You too. All right. Bye. Isn't she a sweetheart? Very. Just a love. A doll. I would love for her to be my nurse, like in life. I think maybe we could actually get her here to the Pineapple Ranch. Lovely. To maintain me. Sure. And my jewels. You're going to need it. Yeah. As now we're, we're going next level. The other day, my fingers started to pickle. For no good reason. Oh, I wasn't God. near a water source. Didn't have my hands in a water source. Maybe you were dehydrated. I am 100% dehydrated, sure. which is why we need nurses in our family. Sure. Yay, and hear it for nurses everywhere. I can't imagine what school nurses are having to deal with right now. With PPE and, and UPS and PMS. and PMP, mm, TNT. The A&P. No dynamite. TNA. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time to move on to our next segment because we got a question on the face place yes. that needs answering. So, ladies and gents, uh, follow us on your Instagram at DearPodOfficial and send us any advice question. We will now attempt to do our best, Ann Landers and Dear Abby, and answer an advice question poor vote. So, it's time for <gasps> Instagram Mail. I'm gonna put my two fingers up and pull out a question. It's gonna hurt. I'm gonna put my hand on your hip and make you feel a little weird. I'm gonna stick my hand in your mailbag and pull out a question. Man, I feel like your Rolex. In your sphincter. <laughs> do, 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 do. Ah. <laughs> ah, ah. Twain. Gonna change my pants. Just shat it out. What? What? <laughs> have you watched Athlete A? <laughs> All right, we have one question to answer this week from the Instagram mailbag. And uh, why don't you do it for us, Patty? Okay. This is like a question slash comment slash whatever. Yeah, it's a combo. Dear Pod, I had an English teacher who had the stank breath slash coffee breath. He would lean over to help with a question and melt my face off. Is there any way to tell a teacher that they have the stank breath without an automatic trip to the principal's office? Mm. I feel like we may have addressed this before. I don't know because this is such a hot topic for me i'm not talking like, about the sassy say. store in the mall I where you can buy topic. yes an ironic t-shirt yeah. and grunge gear I, I i am so breath conscious i am in a chronic state i like i gave myself tmj because i've chewed so much gum and it's because i have uh, a cavernous tonsil that occasionally i get tonsil stones yes i have we've a big whole tonsil yes mm-hmm. okay so we're aware of like breath yeah i think sensitivities. we've correct yeah but i think it's Worth repeating. Absolutely. All right. So is there any way to tell your teacher they have stank breath without going to the office? Mm. Dear Stank, unless you can pull off having your face melt like the Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's going to be a tall order telling your teacher he or she has cadaver breath. I once had an English professor whose breath was so bad I had to hold my breath until they finished speaking to me. I ended up passed out on the floor because he kept droning on and on about Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Thank Jesus Christ he wasn't giving me mouth-to-mouth when I came to. Otherwise, I'm certain all of my internal organs would have rotten and shriveled up like steroidal testicles. I generally do not inform people about their rancid breath outright. I am more subtle. 
Stick of gum? Velament? Banaka? <laughs> when I decline, I do push, are you sure? I say, unless I know someone well enough to just shove it on their tongue like Father Murphy did to that Peterson boy, I don't force it. I know I should speak up more when I have to endure a 10-minute conversation with someone whose breath reeks like a rotten diaper left on the hot Georgia asphalt. In my next life, I will be more accommodating. As I've discovered, most breath offenders don't realize that they could peel wallpaper by simply reciting a Mother Goose nursery rhyme with their bad oral hygiene. They're always the ones that refuse the gum, though. Lifesavers or sprig of mint, but they are so quick to discuss someone else's bad breath. It's like it's a bit like Jeffrey Dahmer chastising John Wayne Gacy for having a messy crawl space. Listen, teachers don't want a punk kid making a spectacle by poking fun of a teacher with abandoned refrigerator mouth. A know-it-all kid pointing out teachers' faults is a slippery slope. So zip it, kid, unless teacher asks you for a piece of gum. Abby. It always comes back to Velaments now. It does. It this does. is going to be our newest favorite thing. <laughs> it's candy. my favorite thing! <laughs> My favorite thing are things from the 80s that don't exist anymore. (laughs) Interesting, because here's what Anne has to say. Dear Breath, boy, this is a problem I know all too well. When I was a young lass in parochial school, I had a science teacher whose breath was kicking like a rockhead on a five-show day. I swear you could smell him from homeroom. I wish I could say his problem was food-related. My kingdom for the stank of garlic or stale coffee. No, his breath transcended this earthly plane, and the reeking odor of death rattled up from his core, ascending the rod of his esophagus, creeping out over his tongue like a slow-moving, gaseous green cloud expelling itself from a putrid hole of writhing, seeping, oozing bile and landing on the desk of every poor, unsuspecting child put in its path, leaving a wake of destruction in the nose of all who dared come upon it. He stank! But how do you tell someone their breath smells like decaying ass without hurting their feelings? Anonymously. That's right. Take a page from every Karen on Yelp and do it from the safety of a screen. Look, I don't think anyone starts their day wanting to stink. I doubt they look in the mirror and say, I hope I alienate everyone with my ass breath today as they brush their teeth with human feces. Maybe they don't have anyone close to them who is willing to take one for humanity and say, Jesus Christ, did you eat a deer carcass? (laughs) Or they can't read the room when someone's face looks like a partially melted Milky Way after a five-minute conversation. So, when the coast is clear and Mr. Poopenstinkle is away from his desk, slip a post-it or typed letter where he can easily find it. Make sure it's written sensitively. Don't come out and say, hey, sugar fart, your breath smells like knob cheese. Maybe... Dear Mr. Whiffington, just wanted to let you know, you may consider breath mints as some of your students are discussing your dinner choices. Think of how you would want someone to broach the sensitive topic if it were you. Delicate matters deserve a delicate touch. Let me know how it goes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I think I'll help, I will help myself to assert or a velament. <laughs> hey, Landers! Everybody loves a velament. I hope that when we get corporate sponsorship, it is from a company that no longer exists. Uh, I hope so. I want, I want, I want the after eight dinnerments. I want the velaments. I saw someone said um, on your Instagram, Reuniti on ice. Reuniti. So nice. <gasps> I remember, you know, Reuniti 
existed. I think it still exists. Up until a short time ago, they were still putting out commercials. And I know this because my friend Dana was called back for a reunited commercial where they were going to fly her to Italy to film it. Reunity on ice. So, so nice. nice. So nice. They hired an ad company to come up with that. Yeah. What rhymes with ice? Lice. We can't do that. <laughs> nice. That's fine. Reunity on ice. Goes down like lice. <laughs> you mean with red X? With shampoo and crying and screaming and Reunity, shaking your head? Reuniti on ice. I've had it twice. <laughs> we should have Reuniti. We should. As a drink. It has to still exist. We should. Here's what we should do. We should do Reuniti on ice. Okay. Harley's Bristol Cream, which will mean I'll have to go to the bathroom immediately. Oh, my God. Blue Nun Wine, which I've had. Okay. Which is also... T- what is it? Blue Nun. Do yeah. you ever remember the commercial? I remember that we looked it up right. once upon a time. Like there's the nun on the bike. Yeah. And then she like freezes on the bottle. Is it wine? Yeah. Okay. It's awful. What if we did a blind taste test. I have always wanted to do this with wines. You put them in the bags, you know, because you and I belong to the wine club, which, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to have to do this virtually now. But if, well, I guess you can't do a blind taste test virtually. <laughs> you're like, you're going to have to go and get the following things and then cover them yourselves. And I don't know how this is going to work. But I've always wanted to do a blind taste test for wines because my Jules fancies himself a wine snob, and there's a part of me that thinks if he has certain wines that he is not aware of what they are, he will enjoy them more. Reunity, no, not so much. Maybe. I don't know. I think that's a great idea. I think maybe one of the next times we should have things from our childhood Yes. that we know Mm -hmm. and sip it. But I have a feeling the Blue Nun, you and I will both look at each other like we are just watching two children masturbate. <laughs> like, like oh, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to have this. Like, this is something. We shouldn't be here. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Call the police. Where is it still being made? Do you know? Blue Nun? Yeah. I think so. Like, could I go to the Total Wine and find it? It's probably by the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I'm definitely going. What if, what if you go to say to the people at the front, where's the Blue Nun? And they're like, Everybody stops. Somebody like drops a bottle. It smashes on the floor. Everything <laughs> screeches to a halt. And be like, you, you want the blue nun? There's just the one. Follow me. And you have to go into like a back room and go down the <laughs> stairs into like the special secret vaults. I'm going to try it. Or, or what if it's like, excuse me, where's the blue nun? She's over there. She's like in the corner by like the refrigerator. Dominica, Nica, Nica, Nica. <laughs> dead. She's dead. <laughs> well, so she's she, blue. She's one of those showbiz pizza animatronics. <laughs> she's in the back like telling dirty of, jokes. Half of her fur is coming off. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dirty joke blue nun. <laughs> Ugh, I've been here So only. I fucked a priest the other day. What? I'm the blue nun. What? I work blue. Well, I think the only way to wash down the flavor of your proctology stories today, clearly, let's let's just clear the slate right now with a, a specialty, specialty cocktail, cocktail, specialty drink. Still, I'm uncomfortable. Put your hand on my hip <laughs> for this specialty cocktail this week, which is the back to school teeny. Discovered between third and fourth period by James Jules Ferris. Oh, I like this. It's It's got an apple vibe to it this week, as if to say, an apple for the teacher. 
So what you need is two ounces of vodka, a half ounce of Malibu coconut rum, a half ounce apple juice, and a splash of grenadine. Grenadine! Grenadine, get in here! In a cocktail shaker, pour all ingredients, add ice and shake, pour into a chilled coupe glass, and garnish with an apple slice. So here is the tasting notes from my, my Jules Ferris. How in God's name are we doing this this year? Are they going back two days a week? Signing into classes from home? Please, God, don't expect me to teach them. All I know is that they cannot be here. They have to go back. Yes, we love them, but in order for us to like them, they need to be out of the homes five days a week for roughly eight hours a day. And the back-to-school teeny is the best way for us to start numbing ourselves for the beginning of a very odd school year. What I like about this drink is that it takes a look back at our summer days with the addition of coconut rum and how it embraces the newly welcomed fall season with its hint of apple juice. This drink may not taste good, but damn, it's nostalgic. Listen, the little ones are going to be fine. They'll figure out their own how, they'll figure it out on their own how to manage this bizarre school year. It's you that I'm worried about. Sit down, sip this teeny, and say to yourselves, fuck it, I can always put the kid in detention if he's getting on my nerves. This could actually be fun! Now, put the drink down for a moment, let us all rise, and start our day off with the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay, grab your drink, and let's open our textbooks to page 32. And that is the apple teeny. It's gorgeous. It's red, like Camille. Oh, it smells good. Cheers, you. Cheers, Camille. Hey, where's, where have those hands been? Cheers, Camille. Hi. Guys, why are you attacking me? This is bizarrely delightful. I did yeah. not think that apple and coconut would go together, as these two things should not be in the same place at the same time is very enjoyable yeah oh my god totally bizarre i try it anytime there's coconut rum in anything it tastes like i'm drinking band soleil for that saint tropez tan yeah but i love that because it's like again things in my 80s that i love anything coconut flavored i am in that is delight that's really Really refreshing. Wait, when you said Camille, you want to talk to me about Denise Richards. Denise Richards, colon, it's complicated. Do you remember that TV show? Um, No, but I like that you put colon in the middle of it. Well, because that was, so Denise Richards had her own colon. Bravo show, and it was called Denise Richards, colon, it's complicated. So <laughs> Wait, anytime my friend Scott and I would talk about it, it's like, Denise Richards, colon, it's complicated. Yeah. Well, it her is colon complicated. is complicated. It's definitely complicated. I watched the recap of last year's Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. I don't watch it, but for some reason I wanted to. And I thoroughly enjoyed Denise Richards just on these recaps. Like, hey, Camille, do you need to like take a time out? Like her little uh, like asides? Because it's like Denise Richards has like a normal, like you know who fucking Denise Richards is. Mm -hmm. A little bit, like a little higher up than Lisa Renna. You know? uh, yeah, well, that's the drama. <clears throat> and as somebody who watches The Real Housewives, much to my Jules's chagrin, I watch it all the time. And I, I'm i obsessed with Denise Richards because the problem with her that they have an issue with is that she's more famous than any of them. She's Denise fucking Richards. But she's it's... so kind of trashy, too, at the same time. She's, like, kind of blousy. And, like, she can survive anything. If you were married to Charlie Sheen... I mean, so on Denise's colon, 
it's complicated. <laughs> Denise is cool. <clears> you really saw another side of her because like her mom was dying and she had like <gasps> this close relationship with her dad and it was like really special. And you're like, oh, I see that you are Your complicated. colon is complicated. Yeah. You know, she's got resting bitch face and now like every girl on the real housewife has been fucked and sucked and tucked. And Denise has gone like she clearly had some some minor things done, but yep. she hasn't done like the full like didn't right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that Denise called out Andy like a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Like, because she's you like, like, I don't need this gig, okay? I'm Denise fucking Richards. I don't have to be here because I'm still on The Bold and the Beautiful. And most people don't know that soaps are still being made. She's on The Bold and the Beautiful? Yes. Denise Richards? Yes. It's still being filmed. And what I love is that some department head at Lifetime was like, you know who would be great in this classic, wholesome family Christmas movie? Denise Richards. Is she available? She does shit on Lifetime. Christmas movies. Where she's, she's like, gotta do we gotta get together. I'm gonna fuck Santa. She's always a little bit buzzed, too. Well, it's fine. 